The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another episode of Podcasters, the D&D tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Welcome back. Welcome back. And we have a a little bit of a special episode here because, you know, we're going to be running our regular... (laughs) He wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Um... Uh, we're going to be running a little something special right now because in just about an hour or so, we're going to be kicking off tonight's uh, campaign session. But what we have going up right now is a uh, pulling back the curtain facade of what's going on behind the scenes because few quite a, uh, a session or so ago, actually should be the last session, uh, as the party was about to open a door, there was a puff of smoke. And Remus disappeared. We're going to cut back over to that. Remus, you were in a brewing cellar of sorts, at least where there are 20 or so caskets of wine or beer. You don't know. We're in these wooden barrels stacked around and lined. You and the party had just fought Jarrell uh, to an extent as he ran through a door, locked it behind him. Uh, well, quick thinking, you used the mage hand, opened it up, and upon opening the door, you went into a buff of smoke. Where you're standing now, it's a waiting room of sorts. It's, uh, almost think a bank teller's waiting room. Small, where you are. It's probably. How oh, is it decorated? Decorated. Um, well, the way it's decorated is that the uh, you see the wall behind you with the door, which you must have walked through. You don't remember it though. And to your left, you can see a small, like all like coffee table with four chairs encircling it. To your left, with two, two with uh, you see a tabaxi. And a uh, yellow tiefling sitting in two separate chairs, just staring down. The yellow tiefling's looking at a magazine or a pamphlet. In this room, uh, it's not really big. You look up, look them straight. The walls are dull, dried green paint. You can see cracks in it like it hasn't been painted in years uh see portraits of a demonic looking devilish face with just that just kind of like a bust chest up of almost like a ceo business suit style nice chisel looking jaw a little bit of a cocky grin to him looking up his eyes, you can see, have this glow of um, this really intense greed coming from his uh, eyes. Like, 
this uh, longing look. You could swear in one of the in one of the portraits. It's multiple portraits of, up along the walls. It's all it is. It's all pictures of the portraits of the same man or figure. Um, you see two horns coming out of the top of his head. Just enough, just kind of like barb, almost like barbs coming out. Uh, his suit is exquisitely tailored. Looks finely, some of the highest materials possible with fine stitched leathers encrusted with little jewels and I don't know, like uh, glowing fibrostic, like unicorn mane hairs just stitched it. Uh, and uh, on, above his like little pocket, there's a little nice finely stitched M in it. Uh, you're in the room with this little table. Upon looking around the rest of the room, apart from the green, dull, cracked paint, dried out walls, uh, in front of you, you can see a long hallway that looks like way, way too long to walk down. But oddly enough, you can see all the way down to the end of it as if it's merely 10 feet away. To the left of where the hallway splits on, on the wall in front of you, go straight to the left of uh, on this wall facing. Um, oh, looking, uh, you look at the wall in front of you to the left, to the right of it, there's that hallway going forward. Center of it is a portrait. To the left of the portrait is a, a staircase that leads up. Looking around, you see the Tabaxi just sitting down in tattered shirt. Uh, looks like it has a dagger. It looks like it has a, a giant sword cleaved, like a, almost like a sword hacking cleave mark across its chest. Um, the tiefling, you look now, is a woman. Her horns make a perception check. I'm still waiting for my result. I don't know <laughs> how if it's the Wi-Fi. Oh, I got seven. All right. Uh, seven? Yeah. The horns looked um, – actually, they're not the same exactly. D- different in figure specifically. But you remember the fight with Mama uh, being a barbed, uh, ba- a barbed devil? Her horns look similar to kind of like how Mama's horns would be. Okay. So possibly the same horns as a barb devil. You see this yellowy scaled, scaly looking tiefling. Look at you, look back down at its paper. The tabaxi tucking its uh, arms in, looking down, little hurt. You hear a Next! 
all the way down the hall. Next. I'll start walking down the hall. You begin walking down this hall. Um, As you walk, feels like it's been 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Look back. The room is just, the room you just left is just there. Look up ahead. You keep walking forward. As you do, you pass two metal boxes to your left that stand uh, to various heights. Um, Metal boxes about two feet in width. They push off of the hallway that you're going, that you're walking down, which, by the way, is roughly six feet in width. Um, the boxes pop off the wall only about a foot or so. And the first one stands two feet tall. Second one is four feet tall. And the third one is uh, seven feet tall. These metal boxes that are almost look like a filing cabinet of sorts as you're walking up to them. Uh, They're on your left-hand side. uh, And you're about halfway now to the distance to the teller. You could see the at the teller station, because now you can still see it clearly as day, but you're not there yet. You still have like a distance to walk. Um, You could see two barbed devils behind these metal uh, poles, like a bank teller with a red tiefling behind them. And she's the one screaming, next, please, this way. But you're walking up to these metal box, you're walking up about to pass these metal boxes on your left. Um, above, is there anything above the metal boxes? Looking above the metal boxes, it's just a candlestick kind of off the wall, kind of just setting some dark, some dim lighting. The candlestick is kind of flickering, um, almost down to the, like the bare, like the, like the bare minimum wax, like this on it, this candle's on its last, at last leg, last wick. You have about three feet to the ceiling from the tallest box. Um, so I'm going to, because I have a candle in my pack, if I have my stuff still, do I have my stuff still? Uh, yes, you do. I will try and scale these three filing cabinets to get to the pole. And then I'm going to shimmy and swap out my new candle for whatever candle is dying in there. Okay. Um, as you walk up closer to these uh, filing cabinets, you notice that the top of each cabinet isn't uh, just a metal door. In fact, there's a screen with small little buttons. There's a, like almost like a glass window with a couple different buttons. And you see a deposit for coins in it. Almost like a coin slot deposit. Can I, so can I still kind of, you're going like, to climb. Yeah. Um, as you go to climb up on these boxes, you notice that, uh, the metal is, it's extremely rusted that 
you thought they were black metal cabinets as you're walking up, but as you get upon like closer inspection, these boxes, these the structures are barely being held up by their by the framework of this rusted, um, rusted plates, metal plates, iron plates that are that have cracks and crumples, and you know, like when you ha- when you uh, like are grizzling something like almost like a hamburger meat and it gets like grizzly grizzly like dark like black that's what it looks and feels like like there i will i will not do this then okay i will keep walking to this woman that seems like she's really close but it's actually pretty far away yeah uh you stretch time just kind of pulls on your head it's weird actually wait yeah I want to. I'll take like a couple steps, but then I want to try and use one of the coins I found. Yeah. At the the house and put it in one of the slots of the I guess the lowest one because it's closest. Uh, there's one that's three foot tall, four foot tall, seven where, foot tall. Where are the slots though? Are they're on the top? You said. Yeah. So um, there'd be a. For you, it'd be the top. The top foot of each box would be a screen, okay. and then right below where the screen would be is like a little slot, almost like a like an ATM, essentially. Gotcha. I'll do it on the the four foot tall one, I guess. It's kind of like the one that you're up to your height. Uh, yeah. You gonna put a coin in? Goes in. Comes up. On this glass screen, the name uh, Remus M. Dot. S. Dot C. Times one. What does that mean? <laughs> How many coins did I... I don't remember. I'll have to check, I guess. How many I grabbed? Um, offhand, I do not remember. I'd, I'll, I'll be honest. I probably would have only grabbed like five. Okay. Sure. I, I, I don't know. I can't. I don't have the specific ones right no, now. No, you're good. So, I think uh, it probably would have been just like five copper. Five copper. I, pieces I, did, I didn't really look. I was the first one in there and just grabbing around. Mm hmm. Um, so I'll put another weird copper piece in there and see what happens. The Nate, your name stays there, but that little times one pops up to a two. So does anything happen? Like, is there, is there some sort of indicator of what I should be doing right now? Nope. There there is make an insight check. I was going to say, I'm picturing like the instructions on like a gumball machine or like, like those, the games with like the prizes you have to build up to a certain height. Yeah, no, it's it's more or less, think of like an 80s computer where you turn it on and it just pops up to the screen and it's more of a, you know it if you know what to do type of a, like it just says, Remus times two, like X2, that's Remus S dot C times two. That's all it says. There is Did no it just, insight or investigation. I'm sorry. Insight to you're insightful, trying to take what you can from this. All right, come on. Internet die, you're slow. I might have to use real ones again. <laughs> oh my god. 
Did I wrong you in some way? It's going to be a 17. You make real quick, what's your uh perception modifier comparative to that? My it's the same, they're both same? plus one. Okay, then I'm just gonna have it be a perception check and because in the moment you heard the faintest uh, scream the minute you drop that coin. I wasn't sure what the S stood for at first. Nope. I, I have a better idea now. We'll see. I'm going to put the other three in. Listening now for this, you hear three faint screams as each coin d- dumps into this. You hear this voice. Next! I, I, I was going to say, right as I put the last one in, I, I hurriedly walked down the hallway, or at least tried to, even though I, it's really long. With uh, intention now, really hurriedly, you hear um, the, the room kind of goes, this room kind of does this, where you're now right in front of the bars. You see these two barbed devils yeah, yeah, please. Um, uh, you, can we help? Can we, can we help you, please? Um, and you hear this idiot, idiot. That should why shouldn't I just trade you in for Alimia? It'd be better. The uh, red tiefling female just fixes her suit. Did you notice this? Uh, Suit almost folds over her shoulders and around her as if it folds over from her back. May I help you? Maybe. I, uh, I just kind of showed up here. Well, you've already made the deposit. What do you mean you showed up here? Well, I was, I think the last thing I did was I used Mage Hand and was unlocking a door, and then I just kind of poofed into the doorway. I think you said next, I'm pretty sure, and then I I just went, because I assumed I was the next one. Do you know where you are? No, but this is this is normal for me now, I guess. Welcome to hell. This is Moneros. Mammon's level. The great bank of the nine hells. You've already made your deposit. Soul coins. Can I help you? Would you like to know? Go anywhere else? I don't know. I mean, how... Is that why I'm here? Like, why... Why am I here? Can I have your name, please? Uh, it's Remus. R-E-M. 
us. You see her uh, go walk off to the side, which all you can see is just kind of through these set of bars with the two uh, barb devils kind of hunched over to the front. Uh, they won't put their heads too close to the bars in front of them, but you notice that there is a chain linked from the bars in front of, in front of you to their neck as a collar where they can't pull far away off of it, almost like they're stuck there. She's, um, uh, don't mind her. Uh, she walks off to the side out of you. She walks off. I I guess I'm just going to look around the room for a minute or two and see what's uh, where I am. Um, you know, uh, you look over and around this, the little, uh, the little room that you could see behind the bars. It's, it's not much. It's just kind of the two clerks at this, at the two windows in front of you, uh, behind them, there is a small, only enough room for really probably two people of traffic to walk back. It's only goes another two feet deep in. A small counter, and there is a photo of a figure that you've seen in your dreams before. Nightmares, maybe. You feel a kinship, but you don't recognize where or how. It's a snaked figure with the lower half body of a snake with the top half of a sleazy yellow scaly torso that turns into a devilish looking head very very almost eerie eerily similar to the one on the walls hmm she comes uh after that as you're looking around the uh the redded teeth the redded the red tiefling comes shuffling back in. And now you're looking up here close. You see her. She's this red skin. Um, almost has this armor plating scales going up over her uh, skin that is exposed up to like her neck. She looks a lot stronger than she appears. You notice and a mace is at one of her side hilts. And in her left hand is a loosely coiled whip. It's kind of always at the ready. I'm so sorry about this. I didn't know we were expecting you. Um, good luck. She hands you a card and says, he'll see you now. Um, Who am I? I think that's better for him to, to explain to you than me. Um, this is, this is going to be a surprising day for you. Who, who are uh, you? Um, name is... This name break is brought to you by Oogie Games at 2406 Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York, 14304. Buy, sell, trade, or repair your games. New or used, Oogie Games. Thanks for the names. I feel so bad every time I do this because I never know. I'm just like, I'm trying to like build some sort of connection with someone, actually. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, the names 
Nina the Terror. Um, uh, right now it's uh, Nina the <laughs> Nina the Scared. Um, he, I, I didn't know you were arriving. Uh, he, he doesn't tell me. Uh, fucking keeps to his cave in his little hole. Uh, how are we supposed to know? Um, uh, he'll be happy you've already deposited some, though. Probably wants you to get more for him. Uh, he's upstairs. Uh, I'm sure when you came down the hall, uh, b- before you came down the hall, you saw the staircase going up. Uh, so, so I go, I go back, and then I go up. Yeah, you want to go back and up. Uh, but I take this card. So, yeah, yes. Uh, to take this card, it, it'll, it, uh, it's, it's your appointment. It's your appointment docket. It'll let you in the door. Uh, um, the, the sir, uh, the sir, he, he, uh, he doesn't like being kept waiting, and especially to incompetence on our end. Uh, my apologies. My apologies. I didn't realize who you were. Um, well, Nina, you know it's fine. I don't know who I am yet, still. So, oh, you're, I you're don't Remus. Care. I, uh, well, I know that. I, uh, uh, I don't have. I don't know what my title is though. Like the that was it. Me, the terror. Yes, uh, terror, terror on on most days. Uh, not so much right now. And at this moment, you actually see the two barb devils in front of her start to snicker. And at that, this fire is lit in her eye, and she grabs the mace in one hand and cracks the skull of the one to the right. Uh, and it drops with a with a with a solid just lump. Uh, with its head dangling from the chain, its body just... That's quite lovely mace work. And then I walk <sighs> away. <laughs> uh, so, as she has directed you to go up the stairs <laughs> to whatever is awaiting you. Up the stairs we go. All right. Over the course of now in urgency, uh, this this room is reacting to your will to... Uh, your drive that you need to be seen upstairs. Um, you are shot down walking down this hall, which took no more than 10 paces now. Um, these metal boxes passed by you, the one still reading your name, Remus M. Dot, uh, SC times five, still reading it as you look over at it. Can I like figure? Is there a logout button? Like, I'm worried someone's going to take my coins. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, uh, you look over, there's buttons on there. You don't know. There's a couple, just random circle ones. There's no distinguishing color. They're all this rusted, black, okay. tarnished metal. Um, have I, I'm assuming I'm stopped right now. At the, yeah, you <laughs> stop. You're kind of looking at it like, huh? I'm going to yell back to Nina. Do I have to, like, sign out of this machine? Um. No, it'll it'll figure its way out. Uh, and if not, I'll have. He's done. He'll take care of it. And he looks up at her, very scared. The barb devil. Ah! All right. Well, I'm pretty sure I deposited six soul coin things or whatever SC stands for. Um, so if there's not six in there, it was that guy's fault. Looks down at him. She looks like he's already cowering. He. Thank you. Please get upstairs. I don't want any more trouble. Have a lovely day. And I, I just keep walking. <laughs> just messed up somewhat. Like he was, he was on his way to being a promoted and you just downgraded his, his uh, status of uh, living. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not good then. Um, you walk past. You uh, cut right. Look over. 
The tabaxi's just still sitting there, kind of slunched over, barely moving. T- the uh, tiefling now is kind of eyeing you. Hello. I must go now. I have to go upstairs. She just leans back. Like, she was going to say something, but better better judgment. Lean back. Uh, you go. You turn around, go up the stairs, and as you turn, it is just darkness engulfing the staircase. Um, all that you see hanging above on top of these stairs is a uh, metal sign that's hung. That's going... Oh and it says, the boardroom, in red, ominous writing, <laughs> leading up the stairs. I need you to know right now, one, because I don't want to forget, but two, this just inspired a really, well, not a really crazy idea, but basically I want night vision goggles now that can see through magical darkness, and I want to figure out how to make those happen for Remus. Um, so I'm just... Putting it out there so I don't forget either. Viewers, <laughs> remind me if I forget too within like the next two episodes. Um, I enter the tunnel to the boardroom or the stairwell to the boardroom. All right. Um, you walk up the stairs. They lead you up. Uh, as you walk up the staircase, you notice that the stairs are very brittle. And every step, it's like the... What is going to be rotten and broken through? I need you to make a dex check as you walk up these stairs. I think the D&D Beyond Internet Dice heard that I want to email Chessex Dice about getting everyone dice. And that's why they're (laughs) upset with me because I'm going to have to figure this out before we pull everyone else in. Yeah. The grand total was still loading. Oh, okay. we're almost there. That's no that problem. A going to add my side die. All right. So gotta roll that and hope for the best. Hope for the best. Hope for the best. Oh. What was the was what was the die in general? Did you get did you get the roll yet? I'm still waiting. Still waiting. All right, we're gonna say. Uh, I got a total of eleven. Eleven. Uh, no damage, but as you go to step, you're uh, halfway up. You're almost to the door. As you step, the the war go the wood goes <clears throat> crunches under your step, and you go through, and your foot gets stuck in this mucky swamp almost bogish like mud like pull your foot out of it the wooden I would uh let me check something real quick mm-hmm. I would like to use tensor's floating disc okay and just hover over all this mud all right um tensor's does not go up only down so you, f- it floats up three feet above the ground. So I'm assuming if like it's stairs, like an incline, it's fine. I'll allow it. I see what you're doing. So you just kind of create a little three foot elevator, kind of bump up for yourself. Because yeah, I'd, I'd have it like 
a foot or two off the ground, not anything crazy. Like, okay, it's it's a hover round without the hover. Well, mostly hover. Yes. Um, I know what you're trying to. Well, you're working for it, so I'm all for it. You phase yourself up, and you are at the red door. Locked. Uh, there is a solid um, red door, no handle. There is a sign that says by appointment only on it. Is there like a, a slit under the door? Um, no slit. It's just kind of very seal, like airtight looking. Uh, you you do see right underneath the sign. Uh-huh. Is a sigil marking of a tiefling face with a circle around it with two horns going back. Similar, very, like almost identical to the coins that you were finding. I guess I'll just touch the paper to that. As you go, as you pull out the paper and kind of put it in the direction, the door just and it opens. Cool. You step in. I float in. Float in. Float in, hover in. You look around. This room's very different. Whereas literally everything that you had just seen and walked through was at the epitome of on its way out. Broken, worn out, on its last leg of before being discarded. With the minimal repair necessary. This room is elegant and elaborate that you're in. Think a uh, TGI Fridays from the 90s with the walls covered in everything and anything. From magical items to weapons to artifacts to trinkets on the walls just scattered and elaborately placed as a glorified showcase of a wealth. And just riches. The, The flooring is adorned with a lustrous carpet and um, f- finely stitched designs of of, uh, of uh, scripture all around it uh, adorning like little like detailing and hieroglyphs and runes kind of glowing from it you see in the center of the room which by the way we'll say the room is uh, you walk in through the center it is 30 feet in width. You see it dimly lit with um, torches every five feet on the walls to your left and right going only 15 feet, which behind it is darkness. In the center of the room, just in in a range of sight of light is a large highly detailed, crafted, handcrafted mahogany oak desk with sit with stains and designs and little carvings all over it. And sitting at it is a figure. Remus, my boy. Come on in. Please come on in. And it is the figure that you saw in the paintings. I, uh, mosey over. It's been quite some time. 
How's that mother of yours? Made a little deal, didn't she? Sure. Uh, I don't know. But look at you. You're all grown up now. I see you taking just after me. Looking to be a collector, I see. Kind of does a little motion to your to his eye. Well, don't you recognize me? You're Mr. Painting. Name's Mammon. Father. Yes. Father Painting, Mammon. No, no, no. I'm your father, Remus. Mammon. Oh, hello. And boy, am I excited that you're here. I wasn't planning on grabbing you for quite a couple, quite a few time, quite some time. But you stumbled upon one of my coins and connection was synced. So I am supposed to be here? Yes, I called you. Okay. What, what's up? Not much. Sit, please. And at that, that, he waves his hand, and you see a chair that <laughs> materializes out of air. It is uh, almost like a, I think of like a business executive CEO style, where it's fancy but comfortable, but it means business. A chair that does it all. <laughs> Please sit. Um, I like uh, quite a just a. Something I want to discuss with you, because I'm hoping that maybe we could kill two birds or more with, uh, with one stone. Um, I see that you and your party members are investigating a cult, you see. Well, cult has something I want, and I unfortunately am unable to leave here to go get it. So I was hoping you wouldn't mind going to get that for your old dad, and possibly I can help you out. Oh, I have so many questions. Not really. I have, like, two questions. All right, first off, you're talking about the spell ciphers, right? The siphoners, the sifes, those those guys with the S? Yes, yes, the spell ciphers. Yes, um, okay, okay. Um, what, what, do you, what do they have that you need? You see, they have a bit of a uh, collection of energy. That they've been acquiring. This sounds like this sounds like some hippie have. bullshit. <laughs> Why it's no hippie bullshit? I assure you that it's actually uh, it's actually some some pretty dark and scary shit. Let's be honest, and I like that. It's very unique and very powerful, and I wouldn't mind having that for myself. And I'd be well, well, well assured to compensate you with pretty much well anything you'd like. Even some power. How how do I like is it in like is it in something? I don't understand the concept of cha- transferring energy. I'm sorry. Well like is it in a jug? Is it in like a you, a vial? Is it like in a rock? Is it a gem? See, it's a gem of sorts that has been encrusted in a block 
they have a block of pure mithril that they have carved. And they've somehow acquired themselves a soul gem that they have been storing energy inside of. I'd appreciate that. What does it do? It's told, it holds souls. As you can see, that is one of our main currencies down here, and I prefer to quiet where, it. Oh, while we're on the subject, where did the coins come from? Is it like someone dies and it's like Scott Pilgrim-esque where they just like shoot out? I know you don't know what Scott Pilgrim is, but it's like, all right, say I was to kill this man, and you just slash through him, and instead of him like being there in two pieces, he just disappears and coins shoot out everywhere. Something similar like that. Something very similar. Like, okay. Very. Like, I don't know where my coins came from. I just kind of found them in a the house. Yes, you found someone else's. But by right, you deposited them in hell. So, if so, if so fact so, you now have coins. currency here in hell. That's kind of cool, I guess. What's, like, is that, is it the same as up there? Like... A copper is a copper, or is a, or they're all just like. Well, souls. A soul is a soul, down here in hell. Okay, so if it's like no a matter, bigger coin, or it's it, no matter the coin, it's a soul. It's one. Okay. <laughs> what I would what... Is, there, <laughs> is there like a some sort of reward system I get if I well, collect like a hundred? Do I get like a bonus? Um, or like a, a tote bag. And you see where that, he, he begins to grin, he goes, now you're getting what game I'm playing. No, I just the more ass. <laughs> as you, uh, a, as you begin to ask and elaborate on how the coin system works, he explains to you that through, uh, deposit and gratification and, uh, by acquiring souls for me and, uh, the denizens here in hell. We can provide boons and gifts and magical items for you. With, of course, everything comes at a price. Um, but depending on how much and how often, how frequently, and how powerful you bring them in, depends on what you can get. You did say a soul is a soul, no matter how big of a creature. Uh, size doesn't matter, but power level does for sure. Um, as for, say, if you kill a dragon... I have. An ancient dragon. Uh, I don't know how old it was. That would be a lot more valuable to me than one of its little pups. You want to see uh, something pretty cool? I like to see something pretty cool. I show my golden dragon claw. You, would you like to make a deposit right now? I don't know how much that's worth. It's just a claw. I can show you how to find. I can show you how to tell how much it's worth. I mean, I I, I guess I'll take an appraisal. He goes out. Uh, well, I can't tell you, but I can help you if you're willing. And he goes to hand out, put his hand out. I don't understand. Um, almost in a hand, almost in a handshaking uh, gesture. No, I, I understand, a, and I just I, I stand standoffish, and I tell him I don't understand. It's a gift I can give you. Of course, um, if you haven't come to come to figure out by this conversation by now, uh, you are of my bloodline. Uh, surprise! I did have a 
part in making you. Your mother made a deal and, well, my power courses through your veins at a minimal, at a minimal-esque amount. I can heighten that and give you way more power than you probably want. But I have it at my disposal. I can help you see the value of people's souls just by a shake of a hand. This seems like a, a skill that would benefit you more than me. Um, well, what did you, also, what I, did I, you be- I, I, I don't know. I assumed we were related. You said you were my dad, so bloodline makes sense. Well, um, wouldn't you want to be able to tell the uh, value of someone's soul if you were to be acquiring them? If you wanted to make deposits here, I could teach you, just, you how to. I, I guess if you if you want to give me this, what what do you need? No, you're just giving me this. This is reparations for not being there. Sure, we can call it that. And he puts out his hand to go shake your hand. If you accept the handshake. I, I awkwardly give him my left hand, probably upside down, because I'm assuming he's right-handed. Yeah, that's a bit, all right. And with that, it's just a simple left hand. Uh, with that, you feel a small pick at your left palm. When you looked at it, you noticed a symbol of the coin on your hand that you saw on the door. Knowing instinctively, you wave it over the claw. Ten soul coins it's worth. You can see them. You see it almost kind of in the... Scott Pilgrim way of the coins go and you and you can tell the value just by looking at it it's like you cast it like almost a weave over it he goes it's pretty nice isn't it I mean I I don't think it's worth that little but I'm gonna hold on to it for now but you don't know what a soul is worth here in hell I'll tell you no but if I got five coins and I, I know where more are I can get those and hold on to my cool dragon claw and keep it for later. How much is a soul worth, I guess? What's the currency ratio? Currency ratio. (laughs) Uh, Let's just say soul's worth a lot more down here than it is up there. Same with gold. Uh, Basically, Throughout the course of a conversation, he explains to you that, you know, about a thousand to fifteen hundred souls to get a, a plus two weapon or an artifact of like higher down here. It's pretty So what, what can I get for five souls? You get a handshake with your old man. No. I already got those five souls. You deposited them just just a minute ago. Yeah. But they're still mine. Oh, you think they are? But they're here. We get it all. We We always get it in the end. We just need someone to collect it for us. Which is what I'd like you to do. If you wouldn't mind. Uh, what, on do your I, what, what, what do I get again? On your journeys, just 
if you find yourself in a place that you end someone's life, wave your hand and you can turn them into a coin. Pouch it. Bring it back. We can start you a tally. Maybe you got a got a spare pouch lying around. That way I can keep it separate from my normal stuff. It's already on your person. It happened the minute we shook hands. Kind of comes with, with the the gift, and you notice I, that I get a- <laughs> there there's a there's a small coin pouch on your side with the handshake, with okay. the with the, with the, with the stamp. You get this little pouch that just tiny enough, just for single coins, so you can just kind of slide in there, and that's it. Got you. I was just imagining like. Growing out of my skin is this new, like, coin pouch that is attached to me. Um, weird, right? That's you honestly, that's the we'll say that's what happened. I like that's that. Like, that's, it's like some spawn shit, yeah. No, that's some spawn shit, yeah. We're gonna do that, yeah. That happened. That that's what happened instead. These out of your eye, like that is a lot. Why don't you dungeon master? God, wow, that's a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Well, that's, I, no, that's I it's like on my side, I guess. Yeah, just so on like your side. Just, up. just a little pouch. Um, okay. Mate, so I, I can just, I wave my hand and just tap Wave it. your hand. So uh, just, just the way mechanic ways work. So um, I didn't give you the boon yet. This is a boon from Mammon. Uh, once per day when you kill something, when you kill a creature, you have the ability to... Uh, cast the scott pilgrim power to tell what they are equivalent and you can collect their souls once per day oh, i have to choose wisely now i mean higher basic well no so basically you're basic uh longer the knowledge of how the coinage works it's uh commoner folk are roughly one one soul coin um Basic like peasants are just you no know, minimal amounts, but your uh, beasts and your creatures, they are a fraction of what the challenge rating is going to become. So when you wish to determine saying, I'm taking that, or you guys are fighting the dragon as a challenge rating of like 15, that's what you got from it. So, make sense? Yes, and now I'm going to greedily ask him if he has some sort of cool weapon I can wield to get souls. Well, see, that's how it is. It's already attached to you. You already have the power. You don't need a special weapon to attach it. I've seen you with your daggers. I've been watching you for a little bit, a little bit more than you think I have been. I saw you back before when you were in the Frozen. I saw the long game. I knew what you were playing. Take just like after me. Always Always got the plan. But I I could use a, a close range weapon as well. That would do some me some good. <laughs> Make persuasion check. I'm definitely restarting Google Chrome before this session. <laughs> Dear you ha- God. You should download the app on your phone. I know. But I like having it in front of me. Oh, 25. 
he hands you. Looking at you with his grin, he goes, I got something better than something right now. It'll be worth it. And it'll be worth it. I swear. It'll be worth it. And he points down now to the table, to the desk he's, he's at. Looking down, you see a map of a mountain with three X's on it. it was, All right. You bring me that little battery of energy that that cult has. And we'll see if you and your party can go after this. It's a treasure map. Lined with three magical weapons. You do this for me, son. I'll let you keep one of them. Um... So I, I'm going to start off. I like this plan. It's a, I, I'm for the map. I'm going to pick up the map and stow it away. Um, so I get to keep one, but we're collecting the three. For me. I yes, want yes, two of yes. them. So my thing is to keep your name out of the equation and keep it under wraps, I feel there should be – I don't know. We'll have to figure out how to – stealthily get you the other two. Or I don't know if you can send someone in the night to steal them while the party and I are resting or while... I can pull you when I want to. I did it just now. But is it something one of my other party members is going to want to wield? Maybe. That's that's my dilemma here, to keep things running smooth. I know what we'll do. What will we do? Well, I'll tell you. I guess I'll tell you now. There's no harm. Make sure you can be prepared and be ready for it. Yeah. When the time comes, yes, you guys will be attacked. Uh, take it. Okay. I'll take them. And then you, uh, no harm, no foul. They'll never know. Like you will physically take them? I'll send someone. Okay. I'm sure we can orchestrate something where... Your sister's a fine warrior. She can get him. Who's my sister? That's it for another time. Did I meet... Who is... is it's not Nina the Terror, is it? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. But, um, speaking of the time, he looks up, he goes, I have a meeting with my, uh, my boss, um... Yes. Please collect me the battery. I'll come battery. from the cult. Oh, the soul thingy. Yes. The soul battery. Collect it. It's in the, the block of mithril. Block of mithril with a little gem on it. Collect me Sh- it, please. I will try my best. Oh, you will do. You'll do good, son. I know you will. I'll Where is it. it again? Oh, it's with the cult. Never mind. It's with the cult. I got this. I'll come and collect it from you. And we'll move forward from there. Till then, we'll see you. And with that, he he snaps his hand, and you feel your body begin to turn into smoke again. This is weird. And uh, 
right there, guys, is where we're going to have it. Hopefully you haven't been hearing this dinging because our players are trying to join in the chat because we have another episode in roughly two minutes. Uh, I did not hear any dinging, so hopefully we're good. <laughs> hopefully they don't hear it. Uh, it's all good. It is all good, guys. Um, thank you so much. I've been your Dungeon Master Anthony for tonight's session of uh, – this little tiny little clip in podcasters. This is a, our Saturday, Sunday again sessions. We're going to have a brand new campaign title coming. Uh, we'll let you know when it is. Thank you so much. Uh, Ricky, let everyone know where to find you real quick before we jump in. I'm Remus. Uh, I love starting with that. I'm so sorry. Um, you can find me anywhere at Rick underscore Coates. Um, if you're in the Buffalo area and use Handy to book some sort of furniture building service or something, you'll probably book me to build your shit. Um, I don't know. That's that's all I got for now. Um, oh, actually, uh, the band I work for, Keep Flying, just put out a new song called Late Reply. I'm in the intro of the music video, so go check that out. It's funny. I'm British now, so let's roll with that. Awesome. Till then, guys, check them out. Listen to Keep Flying. I love them, guys. They're freaking awesome. Put on a great show, great music. Uh, thank you so much. Check us out. Like uh, our page. We do have a Teespring open. The link is below. Got some wicked t-shirts. And uh, keep rolling. <laughs>